What Speaking Freedom does online is provide general information for the culture to use to advance and improve. What we do privately is help individualize it for your needs and benefits. Grow with us. We are kings, we are gods, but how you get them to believe it when they don't believe in anything? We're going to save some lives in this lifetime. We haven't church in a while. Like God's doctor in the streets. The Holy Ghost used me to set them free. If love is the new religion, the hate is sinning. We stay winning. Just handling God's business. We ain't tripping. No bread to be dipping. Because we're speaking freedom. Giving you the answers to be free. We use the client to develop, to grow and to bring out the best in themselves. We are simply a tool to help you learn how to make better decisions. Not just one decision, not just today, before the rest of your life. Encouraging each person through each trial and tribulation. Work call, yeah, man. Gotta go in here and dive, but I don't get tired. It's beginning to look a lot like wood. Follow my every step. Take notes on how I crept. I'm about to go in depth. This is the way I creep my season. Here's my get to rep. Speaking Freedom presents Good Head Group providing advanced spiritual studies and personal developmental insight. Brought to you by Love Gang and Speaking Freedom. We look forward to helping you grow in all the areas of your life. We hope that you find all the information needed for your growth. God bless. Please listen to all disclaimers provided. If you are currently under physician's care, please maintain that relationship. This is not intended to stop your current treatment plan. If you need physician care, please seek out medical attention. Please note, all results are based on the individual's ability to adapt and adjust to any given environment and situation. We are not responsible for your results at Speaking Freedom. The life enhancement coaches at Speaking Freedom provide information to help you grow. You are responsible for maintaining that growth, taking on and then applying the information to your individual life as you deem needed and necessary. This may contain and explain explicit content. Please use parental discretion. For best results, you will need an open mind, the ability to research and a balanced lifestyle. Hi, I'm Casey. Dr. Casey, to be exact, owner of Speaking Freedom, LLC, Love Gang, and Good Head Group, LLC. I am also a certified life coach and host of Speaking Freedom Radio and TV. Although I have recently became an ordained minister, please be aware that I am still me, raw and uncut the way God made me and allowed life to shape me. I pray and expect God to use me for people who can receive the way I communicate, as well as my delivery. I am not for those who are already saved, religious, or super deep. I am for the leaders, hustlers, and street influencers around the world, including pimps, killers, drug dealers, and working girls. I am sharing my experiences and perspective to help someone be inspired to be better. And for those who can identify with the various aspects of my mindset. My mindset alone does not determine the status of any active connections or current relationships that have not already been specifically addressed. Additionally, these recordings should not be taken personally if I have not already spoken to you about the topic or expressed that I have an issue. These recordings are a part of my life's work to document my experience, perspective, and to see how life has shaped me.
My plan in using my stories publicly and socially is to encourage growth in those who can identify with the experiences and find inspiration in my life to heal and overcome the path that they've been set on, no matter what they face as according to the purpose of their soul until healing takes place. Despite the experiences that I may have had with any person, sometimes known and unknown, I hold no grudges, no no hate, no bitterness, or any other ill feelings against anyone. I pray that your life is whole and very fruitful. I forgive you as I hope that you forgive me if I have wronged you or anyone that you know or anyone who listens to me. I pray that you have peace and extend the same grace to others. I have love for everyone, especially on a human level, despite flaws or experiences. But that doesn't mean that I will associate or be close to every human that I know or meet. I've experienced a very eventful life and truly believe that my mindset and story based on experiences could help those who identify with how I think and are looking for inspiration to grow further, go beyond hurt, and be great. I pray that these recordings bless you and your soul in every way and whatever way God has intended. Sending love and light to all. So I have some thoughts about a few different things um, while I'm printing out my children's um, homework. Well, some of it. Um, so one thing that I wanted to talk about uh, was earlier I posted something saying that... Um, I need a prophet to trust in so that I can know the direction to go in. And it made me think about something that I've been thinking about for a couple of weeks now. Um, I hear people that are prophetic or have a prophetic title um, talk about regularly or prophesying regularly, talking about prophesying and prophesying over people regularly. And I don't want to say that it bothers me, but it concerns me a bit because if you're prophesying every week over people, um, how do they first get the first prophecy that you prophesied in order to reach the next thing that you're prophesying? Because if you're prophesying every week, then every week, I'm basically running a different direction, trying to uh, uh, to manifest whatever you're prophesying over my life. When in reality, it should be more of, okay, I'm going to prophesy this over your life. And then I am going to teach you how to manifest. I'm going to show you the necessary steps in order to receive the prophecy to manifest into your life. Because if... I'm prophesying, one, what is the level of people that I'm prophesying to to begin with? Because depending on the level of their spiritual understanding and their mindset, their heart intentions, and so on and so forth, then that's going to, one, tell me what type of prophecy they'll be able to receive. And then... The second thing it's going to do is tell me how well I need to guide them into manifesting what it is that God showed me that they are going to uh, manifest in the prophecy. So sometimes it's necessary for you to, as a prophet or a prophetic um, person, somebody that 
um, may have foresight or have visions and dreams or sees things, sometimes it's necessary for you to walk people through the things that you've seen so that they can manifest those things into their reality. And um, when I say walk people through that, I literally mean, okay, so in this dream or this vision or this thing that I seen that had some relation to you, these are the things that I saw in making that thing be true. So if I have a dream that plays out a certain way, then it is important for me to share the people that I'm telling um, a prophecy it's important for me to tell the person that I'm prof uh, prophetically speaking into their life what happened so that they can be aware of the things that are necessary for that thing to manifest. So that means that um, if, if you're trying to manifest something, if I seen something or if God showed me something or if I spoke prophetically over a congregation or your life, then um, I should be able to tell you what God told me that's going to lead to that thing coming to pass. Because, um, and I have nothing against people that prophesy every message <laughs> that they teach. Um, I think that it, it makes them feel like they are helping people it makes them feel better about the word that they're preaching but it it renders a bit i don't want to say useless um it becomes to be like a clanging symbol of sorts if you're always saying that you're prophesying every week you prophesying every message so if you prophesy if you have two messages a week then that means that's two prophetic words that you're speaking over people a week. Now, if you are prophesying um, or you have two messages, two services, I mean, two service days a week, two or three services each time um, there is a service day like Sunday, some people have two or three services. On Wednesday, people mostly have one service. But if you are doing... Um, three or four services in one week. And every time you do a service, you say, I'm prophesying over your life. Okay, well, what happened to the last prophecy? How did we reach, how did you help us fulfill the last prophetic word that you gave? Because a portion of being prophetic is not just saying, oh, God is going to do this. A portion is, of being prophetic is saying, okay, this is how this happens. This is what I see going on. And this may be how you're going to get there. So if you're faced with these certain dilemmas, this is the way to move. This is how you're supposed to operate. And these are the things that will get you to where you desire to be overall um, in your life. And because I... I seen the end from the beginning because that's the prophetic word is being able to see something that will happen. And then it's essential that if you're able to see what's going to happen, that God shows you the, the steps or key points that's going to get that person to that 
prophetic in. Now, you can speak prophetically in somebody's life and they can, whether they receive it or not, is really going to be on them. If you speak what God showed you all the way through, like normally if I have a dream that involves somebody, um, I normally try to tell them everything that was involved so that, um, it's not on me if it don't, you know what I'm saying? Like if I only tell you part of a dream and it involves you manifesting something or being somewhere or avoiding something or, you know, whatever it is that God is trying to share with you through me, then I am going to give you as much detailed information about whatever it is that I've seen as possible because God is using me to help guide you. So the more information that I can tell you to help guide you through what God uses me to show you or tell you or speak into your life, the better chances you are to manifest what God has for you. Now, that does not mean that the, that, that if you are a prophetic person, that that person is going to carry out what you said, is going to pay attention to what you said, is going to honor how God is using you to help them out. That might not happen, but that does not lessen your role or make your role role lesser as in telling whatever details that you see within your dreams. Now, if you're just, like I said, speaking at sermons and every sermon that you're saying, you're prophesying over the congregation. Again, you have to know who you're prophesying over because if you're prophesying something very deep and you're prophesying to an immature Christian believer, um, an immature soul or a baby um, soul that hasn't overcome enough things through faith to understand how to operate in faith to really manifest the things that take faith then you are speaking on that's where it's talk about the seed where you are you planting your seeds on fertile ground or are you planting your seeds on a ground that the, they can't even receive the seed because and, and receiving the seed doesn't mean that they didn't hear you, that they don't want to do it. But depending on where they are spiritually, mentally, um, um, maturely, then that's going to determine how much more you need to feed into that soul or or that congregation. Because just giving me a word and saying, I prophesy this is going to happen without giving me the steps to make it happen, without um, telling me, is it actually for me or is this just this group thing that you do to get people um, motivated um, to do whatever it is that, you, you know what I'm saying, that they're trying to do or whatever the prophecy is. Because in my experience of helping people manifest things that I see, um, it is very necessary for them to be guided throughout the process. And then once that thing is manifested, then it's your time to um, remove yourself, let go and allow them to um, do whatever it is that they promised God they would do with whatever it is that they manifested through the dream that they prayed for that you've seen and you was able to tell them exactly everything and what it means. Um, so, and if you're dealing with 
a, a more mature crowd, and I'm not talking about age because age does not determine maturity. Maturity is your mindset. Um, how you um, maneuver, how you um, handle things, and that's emotional maturity and mental maturity. Emotional maturity is how you're able to process your emotions, how you're able to deal with the things that you're faced with um, day to day. Um Mental maturity is how well you process your train of thought in order to be able to emotionally handle whatever it is that you're facing day to day. Spiritually, um, maturity is, okay, spiritually, do I have enough faith? Have I experienced enough growth? Do I know enough about God and my intimate relationship with God in order to see this thing through to receive whatever it is that this person is saying? Because if I tell you that I prophesy something over you, but you're not mature enough to receive it, then the prophecy will fall on deaf ears, which is like the seed that fall on the ground that can't receive it because you're not there. Now, if I am given a prophecy about you and you're not there, but God has told me and showed me how to guide you to get there, then it's a responsibility between myself and God to guide you. Because if I'm prophesying over you, then nine times out of, out of 10, God has shown me something specifically about you. And I'm not just making broad prophetic things. Now, broad prophetic things are okay if you're dealing with people that are able to receive it at whatever level that they are on. But a prophecy has to be guided through. It has to be seen through. Um, it has to be monitored and groomed and the manifestation steps for each person is different. But in each way, even if you're dealing with a mature, spiritual, um, emotionally mature and mentally mature person, even that person has steps to fulfill whatever prophecy it is that God has spoken over their life. Now, the thing is, can they handle not can they handle, because if they couldn't handle it, then God wouldn't have spoken into their life. It's how they handle what God has spoken and ordained, appointed, gifted into their life. Because if they can't handle the steps to get there, then they're not going to be able to handle having it. And that's a portion of what, why I say you have to be able to, if you're going to prophesy one, you shouldn't, I don't even prophesy, have a prophetic word or have visions every day and going week. I mean, like, I'm not saying that nobody can, but if you're speaking over people every week, then eventually if those things don't manifest, Eventually, if they don't begin to see those things, then they will either stop believing God totally or stop believing you totally. Because the prophetic words that you continuously speak over a broad audience is not manifesting into what you're stating God is telling you. Now... God might not be telling you that for everybody, but that's when the responsibility becomes the leaders 
to say, okay, if God spoke to this, to me about you specifically, then I need to come to you specifically and say, hey, this is what I seen. This is what I saw. This is what God showed me, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then I can, you can either receive it or not. I mean, when I speak of this at this moment, I am thinking of the lady in the Matrix when her and Neo was sitting on a bench. And I am going to upload this specific portion so that when I load this video, it'll make sense. But in the sense to where the job of the prophet is not to make you believe it. The job of the prophetic person is to tell you what they're seeing and whether you believe it or not is between you and God. And now I may now if you believe it and you receive it and you are ready to apply the things that it takes to get what you're asking for from God or the things that God is showing you that you can achieve, then I can guide you I can give you the necessary steps or I can show you or tell you what I seen in the vision because I don't know if I've ever just seen a vision that didn't have some necessary steps or it wasn't a preparation or a step within the preparation to get you to wherever it is that you're supposed to be. And that's why sometimes when I'm writing and I say stuff, I don't try to cut off what I'm saying because if I said it, um, with a contract, it can make me some money. Or if I did it this way, I could, I could benefit or, you know what I'm saying? Come up off of what it is that I'm saying. What I'm saying is more important because it's going to affect the world in a greater way because it's being used to help grow somebody and manifest something into the world. So if I don't say it, then God can't manifest it. And if I miss out on helping you get there because I didn't tell you a portion or I didn't, you know, uh, guide you along the way. If I didn't do my part in, okay, I'm prophesying over you and I'm telling you this. And, and, and even when I think about this, I'm thinking about when I was in Iraq and the person prophesied over me and told me that I would do all these great things. And, you know, even thinking about that right now, it takes me to a place to where there were things that were said that was like necessary steps in the process. But then there were things for me being the soul and having the soul and the gifts that I have that when it was said, it triggered something within me and it made me decide to trust God differently on my own behalf and to maneuver my relationship with God differently. But there was a time where I would not have known that I had that potential if nobody would have spoken it over me, if nobody would have said the things that were said over me. And then there was guidance along the way. Now, that person wasn't with me along the way, guiding me along that path. But for my life in general, 
I have had instances where different people have been light to my soul and guiding me along the path when things seemed like they wasn't going the way that they should be or the way I needed them to go. And within that, I was guided, but it was God guiding me with different people. And maybe it's, it's that way for other people as well, where God will place people in your life at different times to help you get to where you need to be. Some good, some bad, some, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, some that God placed there to test you to see if you're able to say, you know what? If I stay on this path, I won't reach my full potential. I won't see that everything that God has for me. So although God placed or allowed you to come into my life, it could have been a test to see if my heart will stay right. And now I have to move you aside and continue on with the journey because we get the we we always think the seasonal reason in life people are necessarily like if they're only for a season, they're bad. That does not necessarily um, reign true in all areas. You could be for a season because there was a lesson that I needed to learn in that season. And it could be a blessing in the lesson that, and it didn't have to be a bad, like I didn't, I don't have to go through some terrible thing every time God needs to teach me something. I don't know about everybody else because <laughs> a lot of people be like, well, every time God needs to show me something, I got to go through something. No, 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 no. I'm not confessing that over my life. I don't believe that for myself. I don't want that for anybody else. If God is using me because God is using me. God has tested me to learn that he doesn't have to send me through hell in order for me to listen to him to tell me to go this way to get to heaven. Because God has given me the opportunity to show God that, you know what, as soon as I see something is off, as soon as I see it don't line up with what you said, as soon as I see that there's a pattern of something that's not what, what where it's going to lead me to where I need to be, then I'm going to cut it off. Then God doesn't have to keep telling me or, or sending me through hard times. Eventually, if you stop, if you begin to understand within your relationship with God, what God is telling you, what God is showing you, and God don't have to keep beating you over your head for you to get it then God will begin to speak to you eloquently. He will begin to speak with you. And I say he, because that's the way we equate to who God is. The spirit of God will begin to move within your life, within your body, within your mind, within your soul in such a way. And this is when I talk about alignment. This is what I'm speaking of. The alignment, when you begin to really, 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 really get in close and really just listen to God and you can begin to flow with God and you begin to know God and you can be trusted to 
God told me something and I'm going to do it. Not God told me and I was thinking about it and I was considering and I was going to do it, but then something, you know what I'm saying? If you give God excuses, then that's when you have to learn the hard way. But when you hear God and take heed to what God is telling you, showing you, and how God is molding you, then it will change how God is able to use you because he don't have to abuse you to use you. He doesn't have to send you through something to get you to learn unless you don't listen when he tell you the first time to do a U-turn. Now, if you don't listen and now you got to go through something in order to get the, the to accomplish the mission and to get what God said, that's because you made the decision to go the hard way when the easy way when the obedient way, when the willingly obedient way was right before you, then that's because of the, the, the decision that you made to divert from what God has showed you and told you. And any warnings that God has given you through whatever methods of communication God uses for you. God doesn't speak in everybody's ear. God doesn't... um. You know, like everybody is open to hearing God differently. So God is going to speak based on how you are open to hear. So back to the prophetic word, if you are open to being a prophetic person and you're prophesying, then you also have to be open to saying, okay, I'm going to be responsible <laughs> with my words so that if I prophesy something over you, I'm not just speaking something that sounds good. I'm giving you something that God showed me specifically and that he can direct me to help you direct your path to get there with purpose and determination and so that you don't lose your self-worth or feel like you've been beat up and you get there and you're battered. You shouldn't be battered when you get to where God wants you to be. Jesus didn't have to be uh, killed in order for us to be free. Jesus had to show us how to be free, how to walk in the mindset of Christ and be free. In order for us to learn how to be free, we didn't learn nothing in his death other than he was killed by somebody that was envious of the position that God t put him in. Somebody that didn't understand enough to know enough to protect <laughs> what God was doing through Jesus. We think that the death is what gives us life. And it really wasn't the death that gives us life. It was the life that he lived, the life that he showed us was possible. The things that he did that was miracles, that really was the life-sustaining force that we were supposed to identify with. I, I'm not identifying with his death. He died because somebody betrayed him. Yes, he's seen it. He's seen it. Sometimes you see things to avoid things. Sometimes God gives you a vision to say, you know what? I'm warning you about this. Now, if you listen to what I'm telling you when I warn you, then you will change, you know what I'm saying, how you're moving so that you don't have to endure something that I'm telling you is coming. And this is not avoiding death. This is 
learning how to hear from God and receive the prophetic words from God that he is telling you so that you can get the overall end goal, the prophetic word that God has spoken to you. Now, whether or not Jesus had to die, I don't believe that he had to die. I believe that when they was in the uh in the wilderness praying and he went to go pray and he came back and he seen that they were asleep, that he was supposed to tell them once, hey, y'all need to get up. We what are we doing here? But he went back a two and a three times, I believe it was twice, to say, I keep pray I keep going away and praying and y'all keep falling asleep. And they were supposed to be his rear guard. So when he seen that, that was his opportunity, and God was giving him, had given him a way of escape because he knew the time was present. And he had avoided all those other times. But and, and if that was meant for for Jesus to die like that. We still didn't learn in his death. We don't have to die in order for people to be saved. We have to live according to the gift, the blessing, the direction, the gospel of preaching the good news in order for people to be healed, for people to be delivered, for people to get whole, for people to be set free. And most of the time being set free is not talking about jails and shackles. It's more so talking about the mindset in which we live in that we need to be reborn into something new to receive what God really has for you. But again, if we're prophesying and we're speaking things over people, then we need to be make sure that we're responsible for the prophetic word that we've spoken. And when I say responsible, we're not responsible for the action of those of of the people that we're speaking prophetically through or to. Because everything that I heard when I was in Iraq and that person prophesied over me, I could have done complete opposite. I didn't have to accept it, but I did because I wanted to. Because it resonated with my soul so deeply that I said I would pursue whatever it is that God has for me down this pathway. Now, there are people that hear a prophetic word and be like, yeah, okay, and just do the total opposite. That's the that's the part that we can't stop. We can't stop them doing whatever they want to do. But we have to be responsible for our portions of what God has for us to do. And if you're a prophetic person and you're speaking prophecies over people and you're always prophesying, I just encourage you to prophesy once a week. Ask for wisdom and guidance to help the people to um, receive whatever you prophesied over their life so that they can actually get it. So that they don't begin to trust God less because pastor, bishop, uh, deacon, uh, evangelist, whoever whatever prophesied such and such and i ain't seen nothing happen i ain't seen no results now whether or not they received the results are based on two things the prophet trusting the prophet and the actions that they take to receive and fulfill the prophecy now the goal overall is to awaken the mindset of Christ 
within each believer and in awakening that mindset of Christ within each believer, you're going to automatically trigger purpose. You're going to automatically trigger the gifts. See, we always see triggers as being bad things. Like we're triggered into some negative mentality or some, you know what I'm saying, flip out or spaz. But you can also be triggered into blessings. You can also be triggered into love. You can also be triggered into light. You can also be triggered into the best life that you can imagine possible. The more abundantly you can be triggered into better. You can be triggered into more. It's what you're willing to receive, how you look at things, how you view things, and how you carry out the things that God has assigned for you to do. So let's not make triggers only be about bad things because you can be triggered into love. If you spark a thing in me that I've never experienced before and it resonates within me deeply, purposefully, and it makes me feel life, then you've triggered a new essence within me, a new gift, a new presence of God within me that I've never felt before. And that's the goal with any prophetic word, with any any light bringing or being a light being. It's about triggering the positive more than we're triggering the negative. I think that's all that I'm going to say about this, but I just want us to be more responsible with our words, be more responsible with our prophetic um, pronunciations over ministries, over lives, over families, because if you pronounce something over a family, you're kind of responsible to guide that family. And this is where um, I'm sure a lot of things come from um, uh, having a pastor or a leader or somebody that's uh, the shepherd. Because if I prophesy to you, then I need to help you get to whatever it is that God has for you. And I think that that's where a lot of um, ministries and churches and leaders fail because they miss the part of we're supposed to be building up a body of people that can go and take on the life of Christ and display Christ in other people's lives to use their spiritual gifts. Everybody might not be prophetic. Some people might not speak in tongues. Some people might not have dreams. Some people, some people may be great cooks and that's their gift. And, and, and being a chef is, is kind of like being a healer because you have the ability to heal people through the meals that you make. Now, whether or not you give them something good or something bad or whatever it is, somewhere in between, whatever gift that you have, whether if it's in a gift of administration, it's some people that cannot get their damn files good. They're not going to email good. They, it's some people that are not gifted for certain areas. It's some people that's not gifted for organization, but there are people with OCD that's gifted in things being dress, right, dress. Everything got to be perfect at all times. 
And then there are people that's basically what I'm saying is is everybody is gifted where they where they are needed. And we have to as leaders, influencers, it is our job to especially in the body of 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 Christ and the kingdom of God to help people tap into their purpose, to tap into their gifts so that they can begin to live a life that's fulfilling to them. And this will be even more, oh my God, this is going to be even more profound in the time that we're in right now because it are, it's a lot of people that's going to end up jobless. So it's a lot of people that's going to end up in adverse situations because of the pandemic that's in the air right now. And they're going to need to be fulfilled with their purpose. It's going to be things that the money, the flashy, all the extra things are not going to satisfy their soul ever in life. And it's going to take things like what's going on with the pandemic now in 2020 that is going to change the atmosphere of love. That's going to change the atmosphere of peace. That's going to probably make speaking freedom more relevant than ever because people are going to need to feel, know, and understand their purpose. People are going to have to activate their spiritual gifts if they have them and learn how to walk in them. And that's the responsibility of the prophetic and the leaders and those wise people who are... um, able to understand and comprehend the things that I'm saying and the things of God that are beyond me so that you can help those others that can't see or that, you know, they don't understand yet. People are so eager to sell products and to create and to compete. And really the overall thing is learning how to become a whole unit and function and help those that need help spiritually, um, emotionally, mentally, and really taking a step to be purposeful in everything that we do. How does what you're doing lead to fulfilling your purpose? How does it manifest or trigger your gifts to be more active? What is your spiritual gift? This is important right now in this time. What are your gifts? What are you gifted at? What do you do naturally? I decided long ago, in every world, in everyone's shadow, if I fail, if I succeed, at least I live what I believe. No matter what they take from me, they can't take away my Thank you for joining Speaking Freedom as we continue to assist you with your daily growth and intuitive wisdom. Loving is a lifestyle and we love to love. Inspiration is how we fuel faith. Please join us daily for your inspiration and motivation. We have the entire world to offer you at your fingertips. Your life enhancement coaching specialist. 
Thank you for choosing us to assist you in accomplishing your personal and professional goals. And have a beautiful day. In love, we trust. This is brought to you by Goodhead Group, Love Gang and Speaking Freedom. We thank God for you and we love you.